0: Welcome to the Creekwood Church podcast. Creekwood is growing and we are so excited about the Future West Campus. If you're interested in learning more about the building project, visit creekwoodchurch.com slash beyond or click the beyond button on the Creekwood Church app. We hope this message inspires and encourages your faith. So if you're taking notes today, I want to get right into this and give you some insight on what fasting does. Number one, fasting humbles our soul. Fasting humbles our soul. When you, when you and I fast, it brings, brings us to the end of ourselves. And it, it, it takes us to a place where we can begin to experience God's power in our life. It's so easy to depend on ourselves. It's the default of your, your, your life is to figure it out. We, we are brought up in, in this way. Our culture push, presses us to do this. It's like, you know what? You need to be smart. You need to figure it out. You, you can do this, and we are constantly fighting the battle of, I'm going to do this, and I got this, and it's why a lot of us struggle with sleepless nights, It's why a lot of us struggle with all types of of worry and anxiety because, why we're trying to manhandle, we're trying to work this and make it happen. And when you begin to fast, what it does is it brings this humility, it humbles you before God where you begin to say, God, there are some things in my life that I can't do. There's some things in my life, and I don't know if I'm talking to anybody today, that that you're here today, and you're facing something in your life that you are like, I cannot handle this on my own. There, There is a place that you get that you humble yourself before God. Do you know the Bible says in James chapter four, verse six, it says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humility is huge. And when you fast, it brings you, um, it humbles your soul. 1 Peter 5, 6 says, humble yourself before, therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Fasting, it humbles our soul. There's a man in the Bible, his name was Ezra, and I wanna read a section of, of his story in Ezra chapter eight, verse 21, That because you see this, this is a man that humbles himself before God and says, God, I, I'm humbling myself before you. God, I'm gonna rely on you. God, you are the one that's gonna take care of me. And it says this in verse 21, then I proclaimed a fast there. Let me stop right there and just say, give you a little bit of the context. Ezra is a priest and they have been in exile and now uh, they, they've been in exile in Persia. And now he is leading a group of, of people back to Jerusalem and God through supernatural, uh, working, the way only God can work is that the Persian monarch has given Ezra $175 million in gold to go back and rebuild the temple. How many of you would love to have $175 million in gold? How many of you would be nervous traveling with $175 million in gold? You you would be nervous. And this is kind of the context that the kings are saying, hey, do you want us to send our soldiers to protect you? And Ezra is in a moment where it would have been easy to go, yeah, you know what? I need all you guys to come help me and do this. And we need all the soldiers. Or he could live by what he's been telling the kings and saying, my God shall deliver us and my God is the one that takes care of us and my God is the supplier of my protection and my confidence. And this is what he says, then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Abba and that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek him for safe journey for ourselves, our children and all our goods. And I believe that one of the most powerful things that can happen this 21 days of prayer and fasting is that God brings this fresh humility in your life that you are, are continually walking in this. God, I'm not smart enough. God, I can't do this on my own. I can't figure out my marriage. I can't figure out my kids on my own. God, you got to move God, my kids are yours, my marriage is yours, my career, my future. God, I humble myself. Fasting brings this into our lives. Fasting number two, fasting helps us secure favor in situations. How many of you love, would love to have faith, the favor of God on your life? Everybody's hand ought to go up. The favor of God is 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 when you experience it, it's so powerful. And I look back on the story of our church the last 17 years and, and I wish I could tell you I was a really smart pastor and people look at Creekwood and go, man, God's, you know, man you're, you're, your pastor's really smart. It's not. That's not the truth. <laughs> Most of the time we make the right decisions by accident. But I'm gonna say this to you that I believe it is the favor of God the favor of God. When we started this church, I didn't know what I was doing. I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but So you're like, what are we going to this church for? It, um, it's the favor of God on my life and upon this church. And You need the favor of God. There there are people here today, I believe you're sitting in this room right now, and you need the favor of God with your employer. You need the favor of God maybe to get into graduate school, and you are like, you know what, I want to get into graduate school. It's been my dream to get in graduate school, and I need the favor of God. And there are people here today that'll tell you that it was the favor of God that got them into graduate school. There, there are people here today that say, it was the favor of God that, that helped me get the job that I have. It's the favor of God. There's a story, and you've heard me talk about this guy in the Bible, Nehemiah, in, in Nehemiah chapter one. And um, Nehemiah was a cupbearer. And he was, was a servant of the king. He was an advisor to the king. But basically, he's in a foreign land. He's away from from his family, away from everyone. He is in a forced labor that he has to be there. And he gets the news that the walls around the city of Jerusalem are in ruins and that it devastates him. And he begins to weep and, and begins to pray and fast. And the king that he served is the one that said, I, want, I do not want the walls to be rebuilt. And this is who he is serving but he gets this devastating news that the walls are in ruins. I believe there are people here today that you're facing maybe your marriage is, is, is like, it's crumbling. Maybe it's, it's your relationship with your son or your daughter and it's in ruins and you look at it and it's devastating you and you are like, I don't know what to do. And look what Nehemiah, it says in verse four, as soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days and I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. He fasted and he prayed before God and In verse 11, he says, O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name and give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Now, as I was... I, now I was cut bare to the king and he goes before the king and says, can I go back to rebuild it? And you know what? The king not only gave him permission to go rebuild it, but the king gave, he had so much favor with the king that the king said, I'm going to pay for it to be rebuilt. How many of you know that's God moving? Do you know that in 20, in 2018, at the end of January, it is when we made the deal on the 108 acres of our West Campus. Don't think for a moment that that was a coincidence. That I believe it was a prayer and fasting in 2018 where we sought God, that God allowed us to be able to find the property, to see it, for me to stand across the street, looking at a billboard and look across the street and see a tiny little sign that said, For Sale by Owner. It didn't say for sale by owner, but it just said for sale. And I saw this sign and I called our realtor and he said, there's not 108 acres for sale over there. And I was like, I'm looking at a sign. And we called him and we met with the owner. And long story short, you've heard me tell this so many different times, but listen to me. I believe the owner said what he said because it was the favor of God on this church. I believe when he said, I'm going to own or finance it at 0% interest for Creekwood and y'all can pay me what you want to pay me. That's the favor of God. You need that kind of favor of God on your life. These 21 days of prayer that we are going in in 2022, it is massive for our church We are looking right now on breaking ground very fast. And I know you're kind of getting tired of me going, Pastor said we're breaking ground and we're breaking ground. And I'm going to keep saying it because I'm believing it. But we're waiting on bids and things. And you know, with COVID and the construction costs are through the roof. And when we first started, it was going to be one cost. And then time goes by and now it's like crazy. But how many of you know that God can give us favor? Yeah. I believe that this West Campus, it is going to be a testament to a group of people that are sitting in this room right now that said, God, we will pray and we will fast this 21 days because we, are, we know that you are gonna bring about some great miracles. That there are gonna be builders and contractors that are gonna show up and say, I'm gonna do this for free. I'm praying for the electricians, plumbers, people that are going to show up and say, I'm going to do this for free. I'm praying for you that you'll become a millionaire. (laughs) The favor of God can cause you to become a millionaire. But that's, listen, God works through people. And you have an opportunity this 21 days of prayer to make a decision, not walk in this and go, well, Pastor Stephen said, I'm praying and we're going to fast. And you know, like you never drink Dr. Pepper and you're drinking Diet Coke and you're like, I'm fasting Dr. Pepper. (laughs) You hate chocolate cake and you're like, I'm like... Or you love chocolate cake and you don't like lemon, cake, lemon bars and you're like, I'm fasting lemon bars. Y'all don't put that in front of me. I'm just eating chocolate cake. I'm calling you to be like, this is serious as a heart attack. That we bow up and we get on our face before God and we say, God, man, this next 21 days, it's gonna be tough. Because listen to me, hell does not want us fasting. Hell does not want us praying and fasting together. And hell is gonna put, listen, the demons of hell are gonna throw Twinkies. (laughs) Like people are gonna bring stuff to work, your favorite cookies, all kinds of stuff. And there's gotta be something that, that, that cries out to say, God, I humble myself before you, God, because I need the favor of God. Our church needs the favor of God. We, we want the favor. We want people to look at us and say, how in the world did that happen? We want people to, you want people to look at your marriage and, and, and your kids and say, man, I, I, I don't know how they have such a great marriage. I don't know how their kids turned out so great because I know them. It's the favor of God. You need the favor of God. I gotta move on. Fasting helps us discern God's will. And you know, a lot of us, man, we've been thinking about a lot of stuff for a long time, talking about stuff for a long time, and you need clarity from God. You need God to be able to to show you definitely, and fasting helps you discern God's will. And in Daniel chapter 10, it, it tells us that um, Daniel had this dream and he needed clarity. And it says, uh, in those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. And there's the 21 days. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for for, for the full three weeks. And he, in, other, in other words, he's wanting clarity about what God is saying to him. In verse 12, it says, then he said to me, this is the angel that appeared to Daniel. He said, Fear not, Daniel. This is so, oh, man. It says, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before God, your words have been heard. When we pray and we fast, heaven hears. And I have come because of your words. It's, it's a powerful moment where we need to, and, and Understand that we, God can give us this, this clarity and show us what we, need, what we need to know. Fasting gives us power to break demonic strongholds. Fasting gives us power to break demonic strongholds. I know we don't like to talk about it, but listen to me. There is a demon. There is a Satan. There are demons that are wanting to destroy your family. They're wanting to destroy your life. And there are strongholds. There are demonic strongholds that are going on. There are people here today that you have a stronghold of anger in your life. The anger issues that you've had for years and years and years. And you're like, well, if people quit making me mad, I'll quit getting angry. And and there's a stronghold of anger. It's destroying your marriage, destroying your kids. People are nervous to be around you. Why? Because there's a stronghold of anger and that stronghold is only broken through prayer and fasting. Ephesians 6, 12 says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. I don't know what kind of stronghold, maybe it's a substance abuse for you. Maybe it's a sexual addiction in your life that you've got a stronghold of of a sexual addiction in your life or a stronghold of substance abuse. And listen to me, through prayer and fasting, God can break that. In Mark chapter nine, verse 29, Jesus said these words, he said, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting. So there is another level that you go to when you pray and you fast. Fasting prepares us for new seasons of life. And I love this because that, you know, this is what's powerful about a new year. You're excited about this new year, but even bigger than that, there are new, new things going on in your life. There's maybe a, a new business that you, you sense in your heart. This new season in fasting and prayer prepares you to step into that. Maybe you're an empty nester here and you're really feeling great. Your kids have finally moved out. But this is a new season for you not to just go sit at home and 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 go man I'm glad we' our kids are not here anymore, but it's a new season and you need to pray and fast about where what is it that God wants to do. I love in acts thirteen and this is this is the beginning of global missions. this is when people began to go out and tell Tell the world about Jesus Christ, it says in Acts 13, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. It was the beginning of global missions. So fasting prepares you for this new season that you're stepping into whether it's a new season of maybe it's your first year in, in, in high school and you're a ninth grader here or, or a new season of going to college, a new season of just gotten married, a fasting prepares you for that. But I, I think about one of the most powerful things that fasting does, and I want to I end with this. I believe one of the the greatest things that fasting does in our life is that it brings, it gives us a greater awareness of God's presence. When you pray and you fast, it gives you a greater awareness. You know, as your pastor, one of the things that haunts me is that we would become a church that is just ritualistic or just religious. And we are a group of people that just kind of crank out weekends. And I don't want to give my life to that. I don't wanna give my life to just a room of people. And I love y'all, I love y'all. But I love you enough to, to, to know that there's something greater than us just gathering together to sit in here and say we went to church I love you enough to tell you that there is, is a greater level of a spiritual, spirituality where your soul steps into a, a connection with God. That when you begin to worship God, there's something powerful that happens. That God's presence, your awareness of God being with you and God speaking to you, that's what's powerful. There's something powerful when you're standing next to your son or your daughter and and, and you're worshiping God or you're sitting there and and you're hearing me speak and, 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 and God speaks to you. Even though I may not be making sense, God speaks to you. That's what I love about God. There has to be this place and prayer and fasting kind of breaks all that down and say, you know what, 2022 cannot be a year that I I rob myself and rob my family from the, the presence of God and this awareness of, man, I love to be in the presence of God. We don't have to go to church, we get to go to church. You're here, and, and these 21 days of prayer, what I pray is that, that you just kind of, and, and a lot of us, man, this is where we're at. We're like, man, I don't have a whole lot to give God because my flesh just kind of chewed up and spit up my life. And you just kind of get back to the basics and this raw love for God and this raw, this this. This engagement of saying, God, man, I want to get to church a little bit early and I want to just go, I want to get on my face before God. Man, I, I don't want to like run out of here. I know everybody's dismissed, but I'm going to stay a few minutes and I want to pray. And Or you go home and you spend time with God and there's this awareness of God's presence. It's a beautiful thing. I want to end today and I, by um, giving us a moment of reflection today and and just listening and worshiping with a song and I'm gonna ask Matthew to come up and he's gonna sing this song and I, I want you to just sit where you're at and just close your eyes for these next few moments and allow allow your spirit to listen to God's voice and have this moment to say god i pray that over these next 21 days that i reconnect with you god god i know that you have so much more for my life i know that you have so much more for my family so much more for my future These next 21 days of prayer could be the greatest 21 days of your life. I want you to listen to this song today and just allow your heart to open up to God. Let Him speak to you. Thanks for listening. If you like the content of this podcast, you're gonna love our YouTube channel. Subscribe at youtube.com slash creekwoodchurch for video messages and full services uploaded weekly.